in-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News. And thanks so much for being with us. I'm Daniel Marino. And I'm Jennifer Sanders in for Britt Moreno. After a record number of teachers leaving, Austin School District is working to prevent burnout among the ones who are left. The district started the school year trying to hire nearly 1,000 teachers. And right now there are still more than 200 openings. KXN's Tahir Rahman tells us about changes school board members are considering to keep more teachers in the classroom. A second semester begins, Austin ISD is working on a recurring problem. What was the one example that you gave? How to keep teachers. It's not just about compensation, it's about making the job doable. Board members discussed a few changes at their meeting Thursday night, including limiting time teachers spend outside of the school day for meetings, planning, office hours and tutoring to four hours a month and paying a teacher more when administrators can't find a substitute and a teacher has to take on more students from another class. We have five students going to classroom A, five going to classroom B, five going to classroom C. It is an extra duty and uh, an extra challenge for that teacher mm -hmm. and to be able to compensate fairly for that. AISD's employees union wants to make sure campuses will follow the new policies if passed. How are you able to train principals on uh, the details of this? And that's going to be important. And while these changes may not stop teachers from leaving right now, they say it's moving in the right direction. As we begin to change the philosophy and the climate and the culture of AISD to where it shows that we're listening to workers, that we're, we respect workers, and that we're going to do little and large things to do to demonstrate that, long term, you stop the bleeding of employees. Bahra Rahman, KXAN News. And these possible policy changes go up for school board approval in a couple of weeks. School board members did have some questions, though, like how the district would track extra hours and compensate teachers in a timely manner and making sure principals know the new rules. We did pose those questions to the school district. Of course, we'll let you know when we hear back. And KXN investigators have been digging into the factors leading to the teacher shortage across Texas. To do that, they obtained thousands of teacher exit surveys. Now, each one details why teachers left, and some of the reasons included affordability and unrealistic workload. Right now on KXAN.com, you can explore our interactive story and watch our investigative series. Just go to the homepage, click on Investigations, and then look for The Exit. There's fresh fallout today after a third discovery of classified documents stored by President Joe Biden from his time as Vice President. And as NBC's Alice Barr reports, one of the documents was marked with the highest government classification. Mounting pressure on President Biden today amid new revelations that one of the documents uncovered at his former private office was marked top secret SCI, the government's highest classification. That according to a senior government official and another person familiar. President Biden ignoring shouted questions today after saying yesterday. We're cooperating fully. With what is now a special counsel's investigation into his handling of classified material as he was leaving the vice presidency. The president's lawyers finding sensitive documents from the Obama administration at that Washington office and Mr. Biden's Delaware home. 
The first discovery came right before the midterm elections, but while the National Archives and Justice Department were alerted right away, the public didn't learn of it until media reports this week. The White House on defense. There's an ongoing process, and we have spoken when it is appropriate. The extraordinary turn of events comes as a separate special counsel is investigating the president's predecessor and likely 2024 rival, former President Trump's handling of classified documents. In his case, roughly 300, with 100 of those seized by the FBI in a search of his Mar-a-Lago home. The former president insists he's being treated unfairly. I did nothing wrong. What they did is not good. What they did is bad. But Democrats point to stark differences. It's a total contrast to President Trump, um, who stonewalled for a whole year. The Biden team self-reported its discoveries and immediately handed the documents over, while former President Trump resisted repeated requests, including a subpoena. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. The White House says the classified documents were, quote, inadvertently misplaced. And to try to figure out how that happened, sources tell NBC News several aides who may have been involved in packing up President Biden's vice presidential office have been interviewed by federal law enforcement officials. At least seven people are dead after a string of violent storms spawned dozens of tornadoes across the south. As Jay Gray reports, it comes as millions on the west coast are bracing for another round of high winds and flooding rain. I'm talking about. Look at that tornado. A twister ripping through Selma, Alabama, snapping trees and power lines, pulling open rooftops, battering homes and businesses, forcing residents in this mobile home community to rush to safety. I heard a sound I never heard before. It sounded like a freight train come through here. And the wind picked up so strong. I, I had to jump out and I ran out because everything was shaking. A string of violent storms with reports of nearly three dozen tornadoes cutting a path across the South, targeting 23 million people from Alabama through Kentucky, the Carolinas, and Georgia. A funnel forcing crews at a recycling plant to find a place to hide. We jumped out the car and ran into Laney's, and we all got in the freezer. A lot of praying and calling on Jesus. Water continues to be the problem on the West Coast, driving rains for two weeks, washing out communities and triggering mudslides, with more storms expected over the next several days. Jay Gray, NBC News. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, live on the maps this evening, the storm that spawned yesterday's deadly tornadoes in the deep south pushing off the east coast. A little bit of light snow actually wrapping around the backside of it from Tennessee to northern Alabama tonight. All of this while we enjoy another day of sunshine. Look at this seasonably cool weather. Just a gorgeous day in the hill country. 64 in Granite Shoals under cloud-free skies on the Whittlesea Landscape Supplies Cam. It's 61 back in Austin, Blanco, Fredericksburg, and 60. 60 degrees this evening, very comfortable in Georgetown. Coming up, we've got a cold night tonight. So I'll show you where temperatures freeze, a huge warming trend for the holiday weekend, and when record warmth returns in your seven-day forecast. All right, David, thank you very much. The roughly 3.6 million Texas families who have been getting extra money to buy food during the pandemic through SNAP, the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, will soon see a dramatic cut in their benefits. In March, all SNAP recipients will see a reduction of at least $95 a month, and those with larger families may see a cut of more than $400 per month. 
Just ahead, new concerns about the growing number of kindergartners coming to school unvaccinated. Gas prices are rising again and the strategic oil reserves are down. The new political battle being waged in our nation's capital. And it's the Friday story you don't want to miss. Meet the senior citizen models giving high school seniors a real boost by showing a little skin. The percentage of kindergartners receiving routine vaccinations has dropped for a second straight year. New data from the Centers for Disease Control says the coverage dropped 1% down to 93% for the 2021-2022 school year. The CDC says that leaves about 250,000 students vulnerable to diseases and raises the risk for outbreaks among clusters of unprotected children. Vaccines have dropped 2% overall from the year before the COVID-19 pandemic started. So that includes immunization rates for measles, mumps, polio, chickenpox, and other diseases. The American Cancer Society says more men 50 and older are being diagnosed with advanced prostate cancer. It's the second leading cause of cancer deaths in men. For years, deaths were on the decline. Tonight on NBC Nightly News, Miguel Almaguer looks into what has changed and he's speaking with his dad who was recently diagnosed. Having gone through all this, what's your suggestion to other men? People would be foolish not to uh, uh, take this seriously and not to do something as simple as, uh, as go in and have a blood test. And ahead on Nightly News, what men should know about screening guidelines. Well, another day without rainfall. That's 10 days now at Camp Mabry since just a few hundredths of an inch fell. As we remain well behind normal for the year thus far, we look toward our next chance of rain. And of course, your holiday weekend forecast after this. The Biden administration says it's working to replenish the Strategic Petroleum Reserve after selling 180 million barrels of oil from the stockpile last year in an effort to bring gas prices down. But this week, Republicans say the president should have never tapped into the stockpile in the first place. KXN's Anna Warnicke has more from our nation's capital. Republicans are accusing the Biden administration of misusing America's strategic petroleum reserve. Once the world's largest stockpile has been depleted to the lowest level since 1983. Washington Republican Congresswoman Kathy McMorris Rogers says the president drained the nation's emergency oil stockpile by 40%. Last year, the president tapped into the emergency supply to try to drive down gas prices. The effort used 180 million barrels before ending last month. Now gas is down more than $1.70 from its peak. But Republicans say that's not what the reserve is for. SBR was not intended to be used as a political play tool to bring down gasoline prices in election year. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve is there for an emergency affecting the United States, our citizens, our households, our industry, principally in case of a Gulf hurricane or a disruption uh, in a pipeline. Texas Democrat Lizzie Fletcher disagrees. The SPR was created for this precise purpose, for this moment that we are living in. And New Jersey Democrat Frank Pallone says Republicans should be applauding the president for providing the relief Americans needed. Providing critical domestic supply to make up for shortages in the aftermath of the war in Ukraine. This was a common sense strategy that worked. In Washington, I'm Anna Warnicke. 
The Biden administration has vowed to refill the oil reserve when prices drop about $10 to $70 a barrel. All right, let's check in with David now as we get ready for a cold Friday night, David. That's right, a rural freeze. In fact, guys, in many areas outside of Austin tonight into tomorrow morning. Places like this, got to get the sensitive plants ready. Out in Marble Falls, it's a beautiful day right now. 62 degrees live with very still water. Nobody brave enough to jump in on a winter day like this. On the Highland Furniture River City Grill Cam, hey, keep in mind, if you're a property owner or dock owner out in this area, the lake is, of course, still low after the LCRA uh, lowered it intentionally to work on some dock or some dam repairs, pardon me. On KXN.com under the weather blog, though, you can read about the refill date that was just announced as Monday. Details on our website. Winds a lot lower than yesterday, 5 to 10 miles per hour from the north. That's enough to keep us cool, but not enough to really mess up your hair or stir up even more amounts of cedar pollen. With that said, our new pollen sensing equipment snapped this image on the latest count for you, and this is not good. A lot of those little particles we're looking at, cedar, it's another very high count, actually even trending upward over the past 24 hours. Mold is high and trending the wrong way as well. Clear skies locally, and we've got a big high pressure system, the opposite of a storm coming our way from the desert southwest over the weekend. That means more clear skies and eventually a big warm up over the holiday weekend. Tonight, though, here we go with the cold weather. By 9 p.m., if you're still out and about on a Friday, jacket weather, temperatures falling quickly through the 40s. And by tomorrow morning, mid 30s in central Austin and in many rural areas and suburbs, a freeze. Not shown here, some of the coldest rural valleys, even in Travis County, Jonestown, Dell Valley out near the airport. We could be in the upper 20s briefly tomorrow morning before a very pleasant day. Winds tomorrow afternoon swing around to the south-southeast. Temperatures in the 60s, but they'll get a lot warmer from there onward. Zero chance of rain all through the holiday weekend. Monday, of course, your uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Hopefully you've got fun plans with friends and family. Coolest weather on Saturday, but look what that south wind does. 75 Sunday, abnormally warm on the Monday holiday. Back to 80 degrees just like that. With that said, we are watching another storm system moving our way. It's lined up on the west coast right now. The high pressure system insulates us from the impacts for a while, but by the middle of next week, we're still thinking next Wednesday, a little chance of rain returns. I emphasize the word little because unfortunately our projections are just very pessimistic. Over the next seven days, our best computer models and our partners at the National Weather Service expecting no measurable rain in some areas and just a few drops in the bucket as it looks now if you are lucky enough to see rain at all. Tonight's forecast, 35 in town with clear skies and calm winds. Tomorrow, just a few high clouds. It gets a little windy later in the day. Temperatures, though, not much warmer yet at 66. Look at the overnight lows, though. They jump 15 degrees Saturday night. They jump another 10 degrees warmer on Sunday night. Gusty winds get even stronger, pushing that warm air in starting on Sunday. Matter of fact, next Tuesday, the 17th, the record high stands at 81 in Austin. I think we break that, reaching an incredible 82 in January. Just a 40% chance of a quick shower or storm mid-next week, and no real cold air behind that system either, with pleasant sunshine returning. Well, most people have a calendar on their phones these days. Well, just ahead, the community struggling to keep up with demand for this paper calendar, featuring some scantily clad senior citizens. All right, well, now to a story that we hope is going to put a smile on your face. It's about seniors helping seniors. Okay, more specifically, senior citizens helping high school seniors. Tony Bavinza has the photos to prove it. It may be cold and rainy outside, but inside Pleasant Point Assisted Living, things are getting steamy. I love, I love, I love 
23-year-old Keen Ricosi is one of the stars of the new calendar. <laughs> January. She says she had no nerves about stripping down. I had seen a prior calendar, and I just loved it. I saved that one, and uh, I'll save this one probably in my child's inheritance. <laughs> They'll get this calendar. 85-year-old Ron Grainer is Mr. June, posing nude at Ignite Brewing Company. This is me here, and there's a two cakes of beer. I didn't drink them, though. I mean, I tried, but I gave up after one. 23 seniors are featured in the calendar, a yearly tradition since 2015. Activity director Teresa Bachtel says the proceeds from the calendar sales are donated to Barberton High School seniors for scholarships. We sold, you know, we hit our first box of about 300, and then as it started to get out and out in the public, then it started to go crazy. She's made two reorders and will have plenty in stock. Do we want to raise as much money to help as many kids as we possibly can? It also gives the seniors a boost in confidence. I think anyone you would talk to who is in the calendar would say the same thing. We all had fun. We weren't really dude. <laughs> it just looks like it. Yeah, in a world, I love it. <laughs> there you go. Seniors helping seniors. We've got no reruns tonight on KXAN at 7 p.m. We've got Lopez versus Lopez at 7.30. It's Young Rock. And then at 8 o'clock, Dateline NBC is focused on the University of Idaho murders. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.